Today's episode of the Punk Rock Horror Podcast is brought to you by Joy Organics. Hey ghouls and gals, Matt here from PRHP. Real quick, I wanted to talk to you about today's sponsor, Joy Organics. Now when it comes to the subject of CBD, I'm still really amateur at it at best. I really don't know much about it, so much so that I probably am not a good source of advice. But you know who really is? Joy Organics. And what is so amazing about Joy Organics as a company is that they put customer service first and always. They are so kind and all their staff are so well educated on the subject of CBD. Helped out immensely. I mean, I was kind of blown away by it because I was definitely a skeptic about CBD. I didn't know much about it because of that. And I was just blown away with how well these products work. Well, here's the thing. You don't have to actually go shop in store only to get these products. Joy Organics has a website, joyorganics.com. And if you jump on over there right now, you'll see all their products available, everything from tinctures to soft gels to salves, vape pens, energy drinks, even pet products. I know that's kind of ridiculous, right? I didn't even know that was a thing. And that's so cool that they have products for your pets. And it's awesome. And what I love about it is just that they take time and pride in their products and they really do make a product that they're proud of and they they want to help people and not just sell a product and I think that's why I love this company and if you hop over right now to joyorganics.com and put in the code PRHP15 you will get 15% off products and that's so cool man because I know that this is a huge new product and it's getting a lot of attention and with a company like joyorganics at the helm you are at the right hands all right thank you again everyone and let's jump right into the horror there's a word for the excessive fear of clowns, colophobia. Some circuses have held workshops to help visitors get over their fear of clowns by letting them watch performers transform into their clown persona. In Sarasota, Florida, however, in 2006, communal loathing for clowns took a criminal turn when dozens of fiberglass clown statues, part of a public art exhibition called Clowning Around Town, and a nod to the city's history as a winter haven for traveling circuses were defaced, their limbs were broken, heads lopped off, spray painted, two were abducted, and we can only guess at their sad fates. Even the people who are supposed to like clowns, children supposedly don't. In 2008, a widely reported University of, Sheff of Sheffield, England surveyed a, uh, 250 children between the ages of 4 and 16 found that most of the children disliked and even feared images of clowns. The BBC's report on the study featured a child psychologist who broadly declared very few children like clowns. They are unfamiliar and come from a different era. They don't look funny, they just look odd. But most clowns aren't trying to be odd. They're trying to be silly and sweet, fun, personified. So the question is, when did the clown, supposedly a jolly figure of innocuous, kid-friendly entertainer, become so weighed down by fear and sadness? When did clowns become so dark? Maybe they always have been. Welcome back to the Talk Out <laughs> Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Cody. And today we're here to remind you to invest in your mental health. We're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna do anything dickish. I'm just gonna say invest yeah. in your mental health. Yeah. Do things that make you feel good today. Go get a haircut. Go work out. Go. I said I wasn't gonna be dickish. Go learn a new recipe. <laughs> what I was originally gonna say would have ruined that message. So go learn a new recipe. Or go smoke some weed. I don't know what you do when you're off time to... to Should have casserole again? Is that what <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you guys do. Uh, but yeah, so uh, also you guys, two new intros for one. We have, well, a few new intros, I guess. We now have a sponsor. So what? Yeah, so we're now being sponsored by uh, Joy Organics. That was a sponsor you heard before. We are actually actively trying to find uh, companies that we feel make a good product for all the ghouls and gals that are interested in it. So that code that was uh, mentioned earlier is still valid. So go get yourself some CBD products from Joy Organics today. Um, as well, big shout out to uh, someone on Instagram that reached out to us recently. Oh yeah? Yeah. So, uh, and, and this is actually really cool. I want to give a huge shout out to Big Boot Studio on Instagram. He actually messaged us and was like, Hey, uh, and bear in mind, I'm going to paraphrase just to, <laughs> for time's sake, but he basically reached out to us and was like, hey, your guys' podcast gets me through my 
Yeah, at the eight hours of my 10 hour shift, I love you guys. Keep that shit up. And, you know, he was really cool about it. And he actually, the new intro you heard was from him. Yeah. And and he, he cool dude. Uh, totally awesome. So big, huge shout out to Big Boot Studio. The guy's totally awesome. Uh, please follow him on Instagram. And a big, huge thanks to him. He has his own studio. He does his own music. And it was just a really, really cool thing for him just to reach out to us and be like, hey, I love your guys' shit. You want an intro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He's no, like, that was really awesome. And we he, can't thank you enough. Also, I I really want to like give him one more like kind of like high five because like in the most polite way, he was like. He's like, your intro isn't as good as it could be. And <laughs> Basically, like, your intro shit. Let me do it. Well, no, and it totally <laughs> no, isn't. And I, and, and, and I totally, like, uh, was like, hey, man. like, Because he asked why it wasn't. And I told him, I was like, basically, um, what happened was when our, that when I did that intro, when I yeah. did it and everything, um, the drums that are on there were a prior recording that, that I just did a rough recording of some drums for yeah. rhythm for when we had the band going mm-hmm. and i just nothing i just never did anything with the recording and so i just re-recorded the guitar part and uh just i try to sync it up with the drums and that's what we got what we got so yeah thank you big boot studio for helping us get a a better intro yep thank you thank so. you so much and also big big congratulations to to cody for that cold opening yeah solid yeah let us know what you think if you guys like that like i'll i definitely want to do more of those that was fun i think it's awesome i think i think that's the right direction we need to go i think so too so anyway so if you couldn't tell from the cold opening we're gonna be talking about clowns today oh shit oh man and we're doing this in celebration of the new it chapter two that came out the last week it I saw it uh, at the time of recording. I know we're talking about going seeing it tonight. but Possibly. Possibly. So whether we have or haven't, I will at least give my official seal of approval. It was an awesome movie. Nice. I loved it. I will say um, they definitely, in my opinion, pulled back on more of the scares to make more room for the story. And yeah. normally I would that would be a big con for me. But because it's it and that, massive, that story is just so goddamn massive... Yeah. I actually liked they did it. Nice. For because for a two hour and fifty minute runtime, they really did a good job at like filling everything in. Mm-hmm. It was, I lo- I loved it, dude. And I'm not gonna lie, uh, the ending sequence really made me choke up. <laughs> there's there's also a cameo in there that is so fucking great. I'm nice. not gonna give anything away, but it just totally worth your time. Go watch it too. Okay. And also want to give one more congratulations out to our giveaway winner from a real nerd zach at real nerds yeah him and his friend andrew came out and saw the movie and want to give congratulations to them it was great meeting them we have pictures from that on our instagram um but enough about it enough about giveaways enough about intros yeah let's jump into what's happening in horror this week yeah so normally we go to bloody disgusting to talk about everything about horror but i kind of want to change things up and we instead went to Dark Universe Horror DB.com or DU-HD.com. So they're another horror website that I really like, and they're really good at finding these articles and talking about them. So we're just going to jump into it and stop talking about it. So first thing going forward is Rusty Kundif, Kundif is set to unleash the third Tales from the Hood movie in 2020. Tales of the Hood. Tales of the Hood. According to a report at Production Weekly, director Rusty Kundif and writer Darren Scott are working on a third Tales from the Hood. The next entry of the beloved horror anthology series will once again be executive produced by Spike Lee, which is is going to be released in 2020 to coincide with the 25th anniversary of the original film. Now, I saw the first Tales of the Hood. Um, There are Tales from the Hood, and... I like... Sorry, I was just looking at your screen. I just like how it says, Keith David tells scary stories in Tales from the Hood 2 trailer. <laughs> I was like, fucking Keith David. I love Keith David. <laughs> I know, so do I. But uh, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but I know there's a lot of people that do love that series. So stay tuned. You're getting a third one next year, and it's probably going to be great because I... I if I you like those movies. Yeah, I can't really give a good, like, <laughs> was, I mean, I liked it for what it was, but it definitely wasn't my shtick, but 
I like it because it's horror, and that gives me kind of a bias towards yeah. it. So, so uh, Arrow Video releasing limited edition RoboCop Blu-ray in U.S. and U.K. with brand new features. This thing is massive. Yeah, you know I love RoboCop, but I don't think I'm gonna buy. Uh, I mean, I, is, honestly, I've only seen the first RoboCop, this and I is, feel like that's yeah. the only one that's worth seeing. I saw the remake, but I did a lot of... It It was just bad. Anyways, Arrow Video is set to bring fans a limited edition Blu-ray release of Paul Verhoeven's RoboCop in the U.S. and U.K. on November 25th, 2019. What comes in it? Are you wondering? 4K restoration of the film from the original camera negative uh, by MGM transferred in 2013 and approved by director and approved by director Paul Paul Verhoeven. Newly commissioned artwork by Paul Shipper. Director's cut and theatrical cut of the film on two high definition Blu-ray disc, original loss uh, lossless stereo and four channel mix mixes plus DTH. Blah, 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 blah. A bunch of cool shit. You guys can go read it if you really want to yeah, find out. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, are you really going like, to go down yeah, through all that? Because so, there's there's this anyways. thing is jam packed, dude. Yeah, seriously. Like, but seriously, so go- <laughs> even I mean, that's just the box set. That's in the box, and then, and then the DVD disc one, yeah, like, disc one. There's a like, lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, this is literally the all you need to know diehard RoboCop collection. If you're a diehard RoboCop fan, pure and simple. What's singing at me? What's going oh, on? No. Shush you! Alright, we're back from stopping the annoying music. God, the damn stupid. Of course, like, when my computer's like, alright, oh, you don't need to use me right now? That's when I'm gonna be all up to date and working for you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Um, so Kylie Richards <clears throat> it will reprise her role as Lindsay Wallace in Halloween Kills. Oh, no shit. Really? Oh, yeah. Cool. After much speculation, Halloween movies confirmed this past Friday that actress Kylie Richards will return uh, will return to face Michael Myers in Halloween Kills. Richards first appeared as Lindsay Wallace in John Carpenter's 1978 horror masterpiece Halloween. David Gordon Green is attached to direct both Halloween sequels with John Carpenter confirmed to provide new scores. The third film will wrap up the Laurie Strode and Michael Myers saga. So, speaking of that part. And by the way, I don't I I said it was Kylie Richards, but I'm wondering if it's pronounced Kyle Richards. I think it is just Kyle Richards. I think I fucked up. So my bad. It's Kyle Richards. I don't know why I said Kylie. So fuck me. I don't know. But you know what's the uh, cool thing about that is like the, all the the writers, the cast, the directors, everyone related to this film yeah, already came out and said not a lot of people are going to like how this story has to end. You know, man, I, I would say the Halloween saga is one of the most divisive ones because, I mean, for example, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, everyone hated. Although um, John Carpenter imagined the Halloween series to be a series of different stories happening on yeah. Halloween. Well, he shouldn't have made a sequel then. Yeah, that, that kind of <laughs> to Michael Myers. I know that kind of. I mean, it was also kind of like his own creation taking its own. Oh no, I know. going off in well, its like, own direction. Well, what's really funny about Halloween Three also is that it's become such a cult hit because if you watch it outside of the Mike, like it having the name Halloween, yeah, you know, supposed to be in the same universe-ish of Michael Myers, like yeah. it's actually really good. It's no, a it good is little. A little flick. It's just people wanted Michael Myers to be in it so bad, but I think if you understand that John Carpenter's original vision was for it to be just different stories and anthology, then I that makes it more palpable, in my opinion. Uh, see, I feel like that's what needs to happen now for horror movies. Right. Like, they're kind of getting it with the Conjuring universe. Right. I mean, but there's certain, like, monsters you couldn't do that with. Like, you wouldn't be able to pull that off with, like, Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, no, no. What I'm talking about is think about it. Like, do so, have... No, like, yeah, I get what you're you talking know, about. Literally, like, you know, like, anthology movies, but actually be... What and skits the whole movie and yeah. like do what his original vision was. Yeah, no, I think I that right. would be pretty cool. Well, anyways, Halloween yeah. Kills will stock theaters on October 16th, 2020, followed by Halloween Ends on October 15th, 2021. Yeah. Be ready for all of the bashing and fighting about who if it's a good Halloween movie or not. Yeah. Because there is with every single one of them. So I know we're trying to jump on and off with reading the articles, but I do want to take this one because I love the shit out of this movie. Yeah, fine, I didn't want to read I'll give you the last one though no, I didn't want to read <laughs> so i'm gonna take this one because this one really excites me so 
Devin Sawa would love to return as Anton Tobias in a sequel to one of my favorite horror movies of all time, Idle Hands. Did you ever see Idle Hands back in the day? I hated that movie. I fucking loved the shit out of the movie. I hated it. It was, it, it was so goddamn weird. That's why I loved it. I just, you know, I like what I liked it more as I got older. But like yeah. the first several times I saw it, I was like, "This is cr- why am I watching this? This is dumb." I, I think it's you know what I think it's because I think it's because you were more into the like slasher type of movies, yeah, and I was definitely more into the weird, yeah, like, horror more, movies. I like, was more into aliens and yeah. slashers. Like, and so yeah, and, and I loved things that were zombified or like the Blob, yeah. like weird shit like that. I like, killer clowns from outer space. Yeah, like that was my. So I think that's why I appreciate it a little more. <laughs> um, in a recent interview with the folks over at comicbook.com, Devin Sawa story, a star of Rodman Flanders' 1999 comedy horror flick Idle Hands, revealed that he would love to return as Anton Tobias in a future sequel. He was quoted saying, I would love that to happen, but unfortunately the first one didn't. I think it broke even or something like that, but you never know. You never know, Sawa <laughs> told the site. When asked if he would turn as Anton in a sequel, he said, in a heartbeat, if there was one film that I would want to do a sequel to, that would be the one. Just because that set was between Eldon Henson and Seth Green and Vivica Fox, Jessica Alba, Jack Noseworthy, and all those people. It was like summer camp, but it was so much fun. And so but that, you, I, I really want so there to be an Idle do, Hands 2. You do know, more than likely, it'll never happen I with know. the same cast. I know. It's going to be a reboot. You know... So, but it just was, because those most of those stars are so big now, like... Yeah. As long as they don't make it a shitty an excuse of a horror show that goes on MTV, I would, I'm fine with it. You know, that's exactly where it's I would go. be so fucking if pissed. If Scream went to MTV. I'm still mad that Scream went to MTV. Now, if you're a fan of the show, fuck my opinion and whatnot, but it's just not the same. It's because I, I, it's MTV. That's all we're saying. It, yeah, it's, it's just hard, it's their hard censorship to sucks. They yeah. used to be cool. But it was like AMC. I'd be down. Like they would have to make the hand. The only way it would work is that or the go to you know you know Idle Hands would either go to MTV or Sci-Fi. <laughs> sci-Fi, I would be, I'd more be okay, okay with, with Sci-Fi. Or if just like to sh- see more of that, I could terrible see, CG. I could oh, see I it coming it. to life on Sci-Fi or Shutter. I could see, see Shutter picking it up. Yeah, I could see Anyways, Shutter doing that. So, last article: Stephen King and George A. Romero's *The Dark Half* debuts on UK blue in the UK on Blu-ray. I'm guessing is what it's saying. Yes. Uh, Eureka Entertainment is set to debut the UK Blu-ray release of Stephen King's and George A. Romero's *The Dark Half* on October 14, 2019. Cover artwork and special feature details are listed below in the article. Masters of Horror, Stephen King. And George A. Romero have created a gripping, creepy, frightening film that thrills, shills, shocks, and works us over. Man, that sounds like a good time. Uh, featuring an intelligent screenplay and first-rate cast, including Oscar winner Timothy Hutton, the dark half will keep you captivated to the chilling end. I yeah. like how that's the only person they'll name in the entire cast. Well, uh, and you know what's funny about uh, Stephen King is that he, he has just as much notably known works of art and and literature as he has not as well known and i think dark half like falls in the middle oh yeah somewhere it was like dark half the mist the yeah fog. yeah it's weird that the mist is more known than the dark half but it's probably because the mist has that very diva- divisive ending it's just because the ending. it's just cause it's the only the ending and the yeah. scene where the black guy blows up from tiny spiders yeah. <laughs> um so much thanks goes to du-hd.com uh, and to Nick Bond, who wrote all these articles and uh, did the research. And it's a fantastic website. I know we throw a lot of love for Bloody Disgusting, but we want to do our due diligence and throw love to uh, all these other horror sites out there that are underground, too. And yep. So please go uh, look at du-hd.com. They have all these articles. It's awesome. So with that being said, yep. I think it's now time to jump into the... Instead, what one would say the meat for the- thematics, we're going to say cotton candy of this episode. Bring in the clowns. The clowns. The clowns. So we do have listener participation um, corner. Hold on, before you say that, uh, just real fast. Uh oh. So, yes, jumping into listener participation corner uh, for this week, which it's been a minute since we did one, so I do apologize for that. Yeah. Uh, but we asked all you amazing ghouls and gals and creeps and mutants 
in the spirit of it too being released, we decided to talk about clowns in horror movies and want to know what is your favorite underrated movie with a killer clown and why. So, jumping off, I mean William Shim- Shumpert, who you, seems to be like usually one of the first people to comment all the time. Shout out to him at Better mm-hmm. Brains B. Replied with a gif of you know Art the Clown from Terrifier. Nice. Which shouldn't be surprising because he's definitely gained a lot of popularity recently. Yeah. Um, and then going down for uh, going down a little more from Horrible People's podcast at Horror People Pod, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It's such a fun movie, and I wasn't anticipating liking it as much as I did. But it's such a cheesy yet enjoyable B-list horror film. Completely agree, and that's why I love that movie as well. Yep. From Paul. Excuse <clears throat> me. From Paul. From Paul Luvashevsky, at Paul Luvashevsky, All Hollow's Eve. While the Terrifier got a lot of notice, rightfully so, All Hollow is really the darker, more unsettling film. Art in the Terrifier is the next great movie murderer. In All Hollow, he's the stuff of nightmares. Completely agree. I got... Uh... Oh, man. So, uh, <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> I, I saw know. the look in your eyes. I know. Uh, from comic book Bob, at Wright4259... Captain Spaulding and House of a Thousand Corpses. Totally. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually kind of surprised not many people brought up Captain Spaulding. Oh, uh, no. From Samuel Glass Jr. at Movie Man 2010, before his rep as a predator made it unwatchable, Victor Salva's Clown House won the most unsettling and creepy things I'd ever seen with three killer clowns, but now I know why. From at from Angel Heart Chester, Mike, a.k.a. Hell I'll he has the longest one. Mike, a.k.a. Hell on Wheels. At a.k.a. Wheels. That would have been far easier if I just did that. Not really a horror movie, but American Horror Story Freak Show. The killer clown from this series did a really good job of doing the silent but creepy acting. First time I've actually felt uneasy watching killer clowns in anything. From Jenna Manning at Headless Stark 92 I like, mo- I like a movie called Stitches. It's an Irish comedy horror movie with lots of laughs and lots of gore. That's usually what it brings up. From Kate at Captain underscore Hangry. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Again, much love to that. And from... Uh, sorry, I just did fucking... C. Jordan Houston at C. Jordan Houston, The Terrifier. So, everybody loves Art the Clown. Definitely, most definitely. A yep. few names that are in there that I didn't hear of before, and some that are sadly familiar with me. Yeah. Um, so, on Facebook, uh, our own Miss Erin McGarry said, Terrifier is so much fun to watch. Art the Clown is so cre- creepy and breaks the horror codes. Uh, Devin, Drive Through, the reasons being, it's, uh, being it had pretty decent gore and that god awful dialogue so bad it was funny, and that great value version of a revenge plot not to mention the antagonist's name is horny the clown that's a a good one um james the original it most people don't remember that it was made for tv and not the big screen so they did the best with what the fcc and abc would allow back then also tim curry's a legend um he commented again also vulgar from brian johnson of comic book men fame you only get one james (laughs) um Paul said, underrated? Probably the not directed by Eli Roth. He just found the money for it, so people really need to stop listing it as an Eli Roth film clown. Anything with, and also anything with Peter Stormare. <laughs> I know, I think it's funny because we had to correct ourselves. Yeah, I actually told that. him that yeah. on that comment too. It was like, yep. we, we fucked up and made that mistake yeah, too before. But yeah, I mean, that is a good movie. I really enjoyed that it movie. It is, it is. Um, and then Ian. I wouldn't say this is underrated, but the clown scene in Poltergeist always comes to mind whenever I think of clowns. It's a small part of the movie, but it's one hell of a scene that definitely stands stands out. Punk Rock Ian. Punk Rock Ian. Yep. Love you, Punk Rock Ian. (laughs) So, yeah. Love you, big guy. So good. So, going off from that... So read us the history, Cody. Yep. What, what are we looking okay, at? Okay, there's a lot of history. And just so I can get it out of the way early, I want everyone to know, including a ver- uh, the cold open 
all of the information that I'm about to tell you, I picked, uh, pick and chose from an article on Smithsonian.com by Linda Rodriguez McRobbie, um, titled, oh my God, stop being stupid. I mean, that's not the name of the, the no, thing, that's it. My, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> what <laughs> oh should my, I title uh, this? Titled the history and psychology of clowns being scary. Quote, aka, stop being stupid. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, anyways, so uh, clowns as pranksters. Uh, this is actually really cool. Clowns as pranksters, jesters, jokers, harlequins, and mytholo- mythologized tricksters have been around for ages. They appear in most cultures. Pygmy clowns made Egyptian pharaohs laugh all the way back in 2500 BCE. So they've been around for fucking ever. What? I can just see it. I can see it now. Nope. <laughs> I want to laugh. I want to make a thing out of it. But Say something. I just, I just see it. Like, like, hey yo, <laughs> hey yo, so oh my god, the Boston Egyptian, <laughs> the Boston hey, Egyptian. Yo. hey yo, so uh, so, so Pharaoh, uh, hey, uh, yo, I got tickets to to that to that game this weekend, <laughs> Hong Kong, <laughs> but 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 we can't go, like because the Pharaoh's so mad, we gotta do something. <laughs> We're like, hey yo, is yeah, your cousin in town from from the pyramid across the way? <laughs> He can entertain the pharaoh, yeah? The short one, right? Yes. <laughs> I got an idea. The pygmy. It's only like, put like mud and like stuff on his mud face. Mud and a strawberry on his nose <laughs> to make up the red nose. Go make him laugh. I, I'm not even funny. Ah, forget about it. it. Just trip over something. Yeah, just just go. Just go make him laugh. You got to distract him. Um. Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, hey, oh. Anyway, so... But seeing how how clowns were, you know, mostly seen as jesters, jokers, pranksters, and stuff, um, clowns have always had a dark side, uh, says David Kaiser, director of talent for Ringling Bros and Barnum and Bailey Circus. After all, these were characters who reflected a funhouse mirror back on society. Academics note that their comedy was often derived from their uh, voracious appetites for food, sex, and drink, and their manic behavior. So in one way, the clown has always been an impish spirit. And as he's kind of grown up, he's always been about fun. But part of that fun has been a bit of mischief, says uh, Kaiser Kieser. But anyways, so after reading that, it really did like I, I thought about all the times that I saw clowns at the circus. Right. And, you know, the ones that, that always, you know, really made you laugh are the ones that like were super fat and would pull food and smash pie in their face or like whenever the girl clown would walk along you know they like yeah. pull their strings to make their hats go up and down and stuff you know super over exaggerated yeah. stuff and I was like fuck we're fat because <laughs> I was thinking like that's what everyone always laughed at it was like holy shit like I never thought of a clown being like a take on society look because then we got stand-up comedy and everyone's like fuck that clown look you know what <laughs> considering ringling brothers and barton bailey is like it is so much trouble for animal abuse i would say they don't want shit to talk yeah I mean, that's- <laughs> <laughs> um and so uh after that uh the, to, to go back to when um of how clowns we actually know the kind of the birthplace of when clowns started becoming scary. When a mommy clown and a daddy clown love each other. No, when they became scary, sir. When they started stabbing people. Um, so when a uh, drugged out mommy clown and a drugged out daddy. Clown. <laughs> 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 you know, I told you this is the last time you were gonna fucking balloon knot my dick and do a pull into no, a not giraffe. Again, bubbles. <laughs> yeah, not again, bubbles. Are you happy? <laughs> 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 Tosh, <laughs> Daniel Tosh. Um, so uh, Joseph Grimaldi is considered the very first scary clown. It's always so, a Joseph. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and uh, so he cited in a much lauded 2009 biography um, by who is written by? I think Stott is the name. That's part of the name of the act. The guy. No. I don't know. Anyways, he has a biography that came out uh, in 2009 uh, called The Pantomime Life of Joseph Grimaldi. Um, he was the first cl- he was the first recognizable ancestor of the modern clown, sort of the like Homo erectus of clown evolution. <laughs> He's the reason why clowns are still sometimes called joeys through his clowning 
Uh, though his clowning was of a theatrical and not circus tradition, Grimaldi is so identified with modern clowns that a church in East London has conducted a Sunday service in his honor every year since 1959, with congregates all dressed in full clown regalia. So that is like the Jesus. best place for chlorophobia people to yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> oh my god, it's everywhere. Um... Grimaldi was such a star in his day because of his theatrics. He started doing, uh, Grimaldi would do crazy slapstick and super violent slapstick acts. And so that's what, like, got him famous. And he was, uh, one of the first clowns to be known, like, on, like, in the right. streets. Everyone was like, hey, Grimaldi! Grimaldi! Hey! hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> I mean, he's not from Egypt. It's not in Egypt. He's, lo- he's British, but we're going it was, with Boston. That was the first Grimaldi. That was the- <laughs> That was the very first Grimaldi. Hey, Grimaldi! <laughs> um, and so, and so, because he was known on the streets also, and everyone knew uh, knew what he did uh, on stage and everything, the reason why Grimaldi started becoming known as the scary clown is because of his real life. Um, because his real life was anything but comedic uh he grew up with the tyrant of a stage father because he came from a fam long family line of uh stage actors he was prone to bouts of depression his first wife died during uh childbirth his son was an alcoholic clown who drank himself to death by the age of 31 and grimaldi's physical gyrations the leaps and tumbles and violent slapstick that made him famous left him in constant pain and prematurely disabled as grimaldi himself joked i am grim all day yeah, his name is Grimaldi. Get it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Dad joke, but I make you laugh at night. The Grimaldi could make a joke about it. Uh, about it highlights how well known his tragic life was to his audience. Um, and then enter the young Charles Dickens. After Grimaldi died penniless and an alcoholic in 1837, the coroner's verdict died by the visitation of God. Quote unquote. Dickens was charged with editing Grimaldi's memoirs. Um, yeah, and so he pretty much made Grimaldi like a drunken clown. Um, it had, or no, Dickens had already hit upon the dissipated drunken clown theme in his 1836 Pip, uh, Pickwick Papers. In the serialized novel, he described an off-duty clown, um, reportedly inspired by Grimaldi's son, whose inebriation and ghastly wasted body contrasted with his white face and clown co- paint and clown costume. Unsurprisingly, Dickens' version of Grimaldi's life was well Dickinson. And Stott says imposed a strict economy. For every laugh he wrought from his audiences, Grimaldi suffered commensurate pain. And so, Stott credits Dickens with watering the seeds and popular imagination of the scary clown. He'd go he'd even go so far as to say Dickens invented the scary clown. Yeah. So Charles Dickens Such created a- it by writing about Grimaldi's terrible terrible life such a little dickens <laughs> he's such a dickens such a dickens <laughs> such a dickens also did yeah. you know that the natural death of visitation of god was changed to uh, just natural causes oh really yeah for the medical <laughs> <That's cool>. community <laughs> taking god out of doctor practice <laughs> or medical practice <laughs> oh that's great um and so after that, this is actually really cool. So, uh, meanwhile, on the heels of Grimaldi's fame in Britain, the major clown figure on the continent was Jean Gaspard de Burroughs Piero, uh, Piero, a clown with white face paint punctured by red lips and black eyebrows whose silent uh, gesticulations delighted French audiences. This motherfucker is the fucking birth of the goddamn mind, too. Oh, damn. Uh, Jean Gaspard, not Grimaldi. Um,. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go by his first name because I don't know how to say his last name. Uh, Jean Gaspard was uh, as well known on the streets of Paris as Grimaldi was in London, recognized even without his makeup. But where Grimaldi was tragic, um, Jean Gaspard was sinister. In 1836, Jean Gaspard killed a boy with a blow from his walking stick after the youth shouted insults at him on the street. He was ultimately acquitted of the murder. So the two biggest clowns of the early modern clowning era were troubled men underneath all that face paint. So are you fucking telling me they, this dude was the get off my lawn yeah. kind of dude? So clowns <laughs> and he not, finally acted so, on it. So clowns basically started get off my lawn, we're going to kill children, and 
fucking minds. The worst thing in the world. Look, in the kid's defense, if he was in his clown outfit, I couldn't take it seriously. They're like, <laughs> you get off my kid. Oh, you damn kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> That's me doing the squirting flower noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Honk, honk, honk. Whatever, old man. Shut up, old man. You, you don't can't know even nothing. catch me with those fat Look. shoes with your fat feet. And that's when he throws a pie that actually has like TNT in it. Pulls a Joker from Batman <laughs> yeah, and blows and the pie up the hits kid. the kid's face, <laughs> and the kid's like, "What the shit is?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we're making a joke about a kid being blown up by a pie. That's and okay, if you laughed at that, t- you're just hey, as terrible. The real child who died was bludgeoned, not blown up. Yeah, there's a difference. We're talking about a hypothetical kid. Yeah. If you feel bad for the hypothetical kid making fun of the hypothetical, like, dying old man clown. Yeah. Come on, the kid had it coming. He had it coming. <laughs> We're not clowning around here. But, um, oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know. So, what's your take on some of this history there, Matt? I mean, I feel kind of bad that clouds are as popular even more now. Right? Like... That is, like, such a tragic story of, like, falling from grace. Right? Yeah. But even around since, like, Egypt, right? Like, fucking yeah. 2500 BCE, like, holy shit. <laughs> like, how how would you even tell a joke back then? Like, how would how would that be funny? Like, bird, <laughs> bird, I, another bird. <laughs> like, because if, it's, because if they're supposed to mimic society, would they just pretend to be a feral? That has like no. exaggerated features and be oh whipping someone. So I'm just thinking like what the clowns would be doing is like one's like a peasant slash slave, and then the other one's like wearing a super ridiculous feral hat, whipping the like slave. Right. The slave's like, oh my feet hurt, and everyone's like, oh, they say that all the time. <laughs> all the, like other, so in Egypt they had German accents hey, and Boston you know accents. You got Boston accents. Hey, yo, boss, let me let me tell a joke for you. Ah, I like the cloud. I like the cloud. Send in the cloud. Is this the best you've got? And then mix my kit a bit. Cosette Studo? I don't know. I don't know anything about German at all. Bia! <laughs> I'm like a hot skip away from just reciting Rammstein lyrics. <laughs> I don't know. Well, like. What I like, cause I found it fascinating that clowns, how long clowns have been around. Right. I mean, of course, like you think, like court jesters, everyone knew back in the medieval ages they were around. But like to go so far back as like Egypt, and then like to today's like when you think about it, like especially reading about um, Jean, uh, not him, not him, Grimaldi. Reading about Grimaldi, like how he was pretty much he made his entire act based off of the tragedy of his own personal life. Yeah, it's like. Well, the stand-up comics I really love, that's all they talk about. Well, and if you think about it... And I thought that's really another, cool. Well, another clown movie that's coming out is Joker. Literally yeah. follows that same premise. It's basically like, like the story of Grimaldi, when you think about it. Yeah. Like, just from the trailers, and after I read about yeah. him, I was like, Oh, no shit! <laughs> Especially when he quotes, like, I thought my life was, was a tragedy, but really it was a joke. Yeah, but it's really Did a I comedy. I think, or it's a comedy. I thought, I thought my life was a tragedy. But, but really, I, but really, yeah. it's a comedy. Yeah, like that makes it like, like fuck. I like mm-hmm. now. I think Joker has to be an amazing movie. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just not going to be Wonder Woman only from now on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. So after, so after all that, like, and it's also in the midst. Uh, clowns, like when they, uh, so when clowns were brought over to like the Americas from England and everything, they were actually used as like the comedic relief. Right. In between all the high octane dangerous acts in the circus, because like you know that's how America mostly knows about knows about clowns is at the circus, amusement right. parks, you know where there's all this adrenaline, and you want to get clowning as like you know funny, <laughs> like to get a laugh and everything between all the super like anxiety blossom things until. In nineteen er, eighteen ninety two, Italian opera pa, uh, Pagliacci. Pagliacci. <laughs> Pagliacci. Then there's the 1892 Italian opera Pagliacci, 
which is Italian for clowns, in which the cuckolded main character and actor of the Grimaldian clown mold murders his cheating wife on stage during a performance. Clowns were unsettling and a great source for drama. So yeah, so basically, um, I'm not going to go into too much more about that, about like, uh, the, too much more of like the super history of clowns. I want to kind of talk about more of like the scary clowns of the days. Just because, like, if you want to learn more about the history of clowns, which I found fascinating, again, go back, uh, go uh, to the article that I cited earlier, and it's it's just a fascinating read. But um, going forth, so like, of course, you know, everyone knows uh, knows Pagliacci. If you don't know the actual story, but every I know almost everyone has heard of that. It's an opera, super famous opera. But anyway, so on stage, I feel like the reason why people uh, clowns are you know, depicted on stage as this tragic character, not only just because of the Grismaldian mold, but just right. because, like, it's easier to do that, and it's also easier... It's one of those things where it's like, I look happy, but I'm broken on the inside. And I think that's one reason why it's clowns scare people. Yeah. It's because they have the constant happiness, you know, yeah. happy look. It's like, it's, it's false happiness. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a, a good... I guess a good comparison would be... Um, I forget, I forget the name of the movie, but another good one would be, like, you know, um, Pleasantville. Yeah. Like, although not as, like, depending on which one you talk about, not as big of a horror movie, mm-hmm. uh, what was so sinister about it is because they were all, like, what was considered brainwashed into being happy. But it was all, it was false happiness. Yeah. Because people pretended to be happy when they really weren't. And that brings out such more frustrating feelings and also feelings of, like, fear yeah because it's like why are they because you can tell they're covering up or something mm-hmm. so um and also like for the most part this article also mostly just go uh start she starts basically citing like all the scary clowns like john wayne gacy is a perfect example of that because yeah when he was bozo i was actually gonna bring that up yeah, too yeah when he was bozo his clown his clown persona he every he was trustable People trusted him. He was happy. You know, they people <laughs> kept bringing him back to kids shows. And, you know, the I mean, if we're gonna do a whole episode on John Wayne Gacy, I'm totally jumping on that. Like, well, yeah, rice, that's fine. White on rice, straight up. But <laughs> but like, but then you you know, you, but we know who he is. Yeah, you know, he's this just terrible person who grew, had a tragic tragic life growing up. Well, and I think he added and to then, the fear of clowns too. Like, oh you're yeah, for sure. But like the whole like. And I think that's why people are afraid of clowns because you see the makeup and it looks happy, but you don't know what's underneath. Right. Like John Wayne Gacy. Right. So. Or at least a few of my exes. Yeah. <laughs> a few of everyone's exes. Let's be honest about that. <laughs> um. But yeah, and so it's just it, it's like and the funny thing is too is like we think clowns are for kids and mm-hmm. like most and like I said earlier in the article too is that kids don't like clowns. And right. I and I remember and I remember hear, uh, hearing about it more than likely also from this article um, is that the reason why kids don't like them is because they're unrecognizable. They can't recognize the face and stuff, especially when their kids are that young. I mean, Audrey, she gets terrified uh, when like I make small changes to my face, right? Because she doesn't recognize me, right? And I think that's why. Uh, well, they it, hate them. Well, and I, and I would also add, add into it because. Because clowns have been giving more of a fearful, like, atmosphere to them. Whether it is you bring up, you know, those pranksters who dressed up as clowns and, like, took it way too far. I mm-hmm. think another popular one, especially on a more nerdy level, is Final Fantasy VI, where the main villain was a clown. Kefka. Yeah, Kefka. He, he was a clown. I mean, his full version is more like a godlike creature or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, he actually succeeded in that game in the storyline, destroying the world. Yeah. Like, and so... It makes me wonder why there isn't as many horror movies about clowns. Because, like, and I guess really? to be more spe- a, I, I guess to be more specific, <laughs> like, why there I isn't as many. Well, I should say there why there isn't as many good ones. Yeah, because it seems like there's when it comes to like evil clown horror movies, I feel like there's this big huge amount who are subpar and at best B movie quality, and then you have. This very, very small niche, like It and Stitches and All Hallows' Eve, so on and so forth. Yeah. That are actually really good. They tell a really good story and everything. And I, I feel like 
the clown, especially evil clowns, kind of get the mistreatment of just being, oh, it's an evil clown, so it'll be scary by itself. Yeah, I think and it's also because of the just, like, clowns are, you know, that phobia. Yeah. You know, so, of course, it's just, like, it's something you don't want to see because there are, like, Lauren, who's terrified of clowns. Yeah. You know, and uh, one of my bosses, he's he hates clowns. We, it was so funny. We actually put a clown in his room yeah. in his uh in his office space and he yeah. freaked the fuck out it was the greatest the great, best thing ever good but yeah no and i saw also think well i think also the one of the things like scary about clowns also is the fact that like you see something it's so colorful it's supposed to bring joy but when you de- it's like children yeah when they turn demented you know you give them you taint them they're just fucking terrifying yeah <laughs> you know you didn't think anything that's so that's that is that bubbly of like looking and goofy and dork looking right can be that evil well and then also i mean it i'm gonna take it back to john wayne gacy so i think also adds to that fear is that when it comes to clowns we kind of have this idea that children more often than not like clowns than adults do uh, and now keep in mind there's obviously still like children who are scared the shit out like fucking are terrified of clowns Mm -hmm. but more often than not like they're not too scared so there's what i think it is is that you know we're we we were raised on and we teach our kids you know stranger danger but clowns blur that line because when they put on that makeup and they're party clowns or so on and so forth they are just like oh i'm just here to entertain i'm here for your kids and so that's what john wayne gacy basically did come to find out you know he had you know these bodies of these children and the walls within his house and it just kind of like re brought this fear back into everyone you know and everyone's mind of like is a clown really good or, or not and then i think for people who are professional clowns it's hurted them and their profession a lot and i and i feel bad for them yeah and so i was trying to do some uh some research also about trying to figure out like you know because clowns have always had that dark nature as i said when it it didn't even need movies right or you know it was started off in theater um and then it went to like stick or you know it went started off as like just on the street theater and then it went to stage and then you know went to tv and all and then movies and go over just like the movies and tv side a little bit this isn't where they started but these are the biggest culprits of turning clowns evil yeah. Um, in 1982, Poltergeist relied on transforming uh, familiar banality, the Californian suburb of piece of fried chicken, to television. What the fuck is this saying? And Poltergeist had the killer, the crazy clown. And in 1986, Stephen King wrote it and had the made-for-TV series mini, uh, mini TV series, fucking TV show it came out in 1990. Jesus, goddamn Christ! I don't know why this this article got super weird. But uh, then also back in 1988, B-movie hits Killer Clowns from Outer Space Space came out. Um, 1989, Clown House came out. So, like, there's a lot of that. And then but basically these movies and stories and everything that America, like, just jumped on. It feels like in the 80s for the most part. Like, late 70s, early 80s is where, like, they started using clowns as, like, that generation zombies, basically. Yeah. Where they just kept using clowns in it and it just made it... Basically, was kept trying to turn clowns into the boogeyman, um, like Freddy Krueger. Yeah. So, like, you know, that's what they wanted. And I don't know why. Like, that's the part that, like, bugs me is, like, why? I just, I, I was trying to figure out and find out, like, when did someone go, you know what? Let's take that very colorful thing and make it eat this dude's face. I, I, <laughs> I, think, I think it's what we said earlier, dude, is that just throwing a scary clown in anything brings out you know an innate fear in a lot of people it does and like yeah i mean because when you i was just thinking about it now when while you were saying that (laughs) was that uh thing about like on all these like horror movies they always have a clown cameo yeah more often than not they do i mean you could even look at um jigsaw not not billy puppet yeah billy yeah billy thank you i can remember the name the puppet even his face is modeled after a clown Mm-hmm. Like makeup and everything, yeah, it's more demented and more defined features, but it's still modeled after a clown. Yeah, it is. And sorry, I just this was cool. So 
I keep I know I keep jumping back and forth. It's just because no, cool. my my notes were all sporadic and stuff. But anyways, uh, just go to start off like me talking about like who decided to make a clown like start turning evil. Uh huh. Uh, maybe if I read my notes a little bit longer. Uh, from a psychologist's perspective, a fear of clowns often starts in childhood. There's even an entry in the psychologist's bible. Uh, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, or DSM, for a fear of clowns, although it's under the umbrella category of a pediatric phobia of costume characters. It starts normally in children about the age of two when they get anxiety about being around strangers. At that age, chil children's minds are still developing. There's a little bit of a blend, and they're not always able to separate fantasy from reality. Explains Dr. Brendo uh, Widerhold, a veteran psychologist who runs a phobia and anxiety treatment center in San Diego that uses virtual reality to treat clients. So that just made me think, you know who thought of like having a clown eat, eat some dude's face? It's the baby who got the shit scared out of them by their fucking dad who decided to dress up as a clown to surprise them on their two-second birthday. I bet that guy's name was Joseph, too. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, just for me, like, oh! That answered my question. I know, like, I know there's like <laughs> probably guys listening to us who are named Joe. There's like, a lot of people named Joe be like, what? Okay. <laughs> it wasn't my choice for Like name. our friend Joseph. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's going to be like, you guys are dead. <laughs> yeah, I know. But no, like, so that, it's, it's cool because like when you think about it, like how many funny videos do you see of like parents or uh, relatives dressing up as a clown and like popping out from behind the couch going happy birthday and scaring their kids yeah like that flooded America's funniest videos and stuff yeah man that makes so much more sense now I'm like oh well and it, but I mean like <laughs> the fear of clowns is so rampant cause like even just thinking about it dude like most Halloween like haunted houses have oh, a room dedicated to clowns well and shit we also well, also think about it like we had that fucking a cr nationwide clown scare. Yeah. We're just random yeah, clowns. The clown were standing in, yeah. yeah. We're standing in the streets and stuff like that. Yeah. I was like, I never, fa I found out by so many of my friends who are actually afraid of clowns. Like I literally, literally did not know how many people legitimately is what I was going for. Legitimately didn't know how many people I knew yeah. that hated or feared clowns until that started happening. And I thought it was yeah. the greatest thing ever. Because yeah. I'm sitting here, I'm like, man, I punch a clown in the face. I don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like it was Lauren. If it wasn't Lauren, it was someone else who brought it up to me who was terrified to go home because mm -hmm. they were afraid. What if a clown comes out and like gets in front of their car? And yeah. I'm just like, and I and I told him, and I was getting really tired of like hearing about the clown, so I just kind of <laughs> was like, then run him over. And like, <laughs> what was funny is that the, again, I don't remember if it was Lauren or who it was I was talking to, but they were just like. That's murder. And I'm like, well, then what do you want me to tell you? Like, yeah. tell him to go away? I, <laughs> Get like, out of here. You're, Get out of here, you're, bubbles. You're in a metal death machine. Like, check him with your car door or something. <laughs> <laughs> just bam. I, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I don't know either. I just That's what I told my friends when we... So, because it can't... That started happening, I think, like, when Pokemon Go became huge. Yeah. Yeah. So me and my friends are like fucking Pokemon Go hunting at night around this lake. And they're like, man, there's going to be a fucking clown. I bet. I bet there's going to be a clown that pops out. And I was like, then I'll fucking punch him in the dick. Like, don't goddamn worry. It's a clown holding a balloon. Yeah. And they're like, but that's scary as fuck. I was like, we're fine. There's also 80 other people around here playing Pokemon Go. Like, now do you mind? I'm trying to catch the Snorlax. Yeah, I really, really want this Squirtle. It's my second Squirtle I ever caught in my life. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> Your life means less to me than this squirrel right now. <laughs> this free squirtle in a free game is worth more to me right now than and I'm having clowns. to pay for your company with your bitching about clowns. <laughs> okay? Mm -hmm. So can you please shut up? <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, so that's kind of like a rough history of the fear of clowns. Like it started, I mean, and yeah, like I said, go back to the art, go to the article, read it if you really want to know more of clowns. I honestly think if you have a fear of clowns, this is a good article to read, just because it kind of like helps you wrap your head around it a little bit more. Right. Or yeah, because like like I said, I did not know how many people were actually afraid of clowns till I till that clown scare. But yeah, so so yeah. ending question, Cody, what have you ever been scared of a clown in your life? And if so, or if not, what what is your favorite horror movie with the killer clown? Um, I've never really had a fear of clowns. 
like they made me uncomfortable like because like the article said you know most kids are honestly uncomfortable around clowns because you can't you don't know what they look like and right but like that was kind of like my first exposure to a clown was like that it was at, at the circus yeah and i was just like eh, but then i started laughing at him yeah i'd say my favorite movie horror movie with a killer clown would probably have to be it. Yeah. Yeah. The remake. I as much as I love the the original, like I can't sit and watch that man. I'd rather I like and when I want to Tim Curry Pennywise, I just Google YouTube it. Right. It's just because like uh, we all said, you know, it's a product of its time and right. way it was able to get adapted. So, uh, for me. Yeah, it, you Matt. And uh, it, I'm going to see if you're going to let me get away with this one. If not, I do have a backup. Uh, my favorite is actually Sweet Tooth, the clown from no, the... No, it's not a movie. Uh, there's cutscenes. You said movie. There's cutscenes. You said movie! Can I still throw it in anyways? No, honorable because... mention. Honorable mention. Okay, because my honorable mention would have been the Joker. Okay, well then... So there, there you go. There you go. Honorable mention Sweet Tooth. Even movies, but they weren't horror movies. Sweet Tooth so. is one of my favorite villains from a video game series ever. No. I think they make, uh, need to make a Sweet Tooth movie. Oh, Just a Sweet please, Tooth movie. Please, I know that like puts me in Edgelord territory, too. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. It's sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth, yeah. You don't, you don't even know what psychotic means, man. I wish I had my head on fire by the hate. Sweet Tooth gets me. This is how I feel. <laughs> Um, no, for, for me, um, it would definitely... It, it, Killer clowns from out of Yeah, place. no yeah. one should be surprised. No by it. one it's definitely, surprised. No I bet, like, I almost would, all our listeners are like, I wonder, Matt. Killing clowns from out of space. Well, dude, <laughs> I, I, it's like when we talked about the beginning of this movie. I loved the weird types of horror. No, I know. I was like, just, it's just funny because it's like, again, it's one of the three movies you... Always talking. Well, fuck me, man. If I the second one, I would pick wouldn't be like as much love, but it would definitely be Stitches. I definitely loved Stitches. I would. So I'm gonna change my answer real quick. I know it's like cheating, but I'm just gonna make it. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it Stitches because I actually really liked that movie. I actually thought it was a good attempt at a killer clown horror movie. And it had all the right things for it. Yeah, I so you know it's I had actually never seen Stitches, and I was gonna do this for the re- our movie review until I saw. It. I think the one I you picked one. is is a lot better. I do. Too. I love the and shit I'm out of Stitches. So I'm think... honestly like really mad at myself about it, but I'll talk about it next week. Okay. Or next episode. Yeah, next right. Yeah. Wait till next Friday. No, I, <laughs> I freaking love Stitches. But yeah, if if I can't do Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And clowns from there, I, I it would be that one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I mean, you know, it, when it comes to clowns, when it comes to horror, um, it also was never anything that really terrified me. It, it was always in a weird gray area of either being uh, uncomfortable or just annoyed. Yeah, um, I just I just never thought they were funny. I also never thought they were scary. Um, then again, I've never like saw like an actual clown in real life besides a circus, and, and yeah. it, it's been few and far between that I ever had an experience with one. So I mean, it just never really freaked me out. I thought they were cool more than anything. Mm-hmm. Going back to the whole my love for weird horror, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that's just that that's just where I'm at with with clowns. That's that's it, they don't scare me. It's what it is. But I would say, fun side thing is that is that. You know, on the opposite side, at the opposite end of the spectrum, where people are terrified of clowns, there's also people that have it as a fetish. Yeah. So, I mean, take that for what you will. I'm not king shaming. More power to you. Did you hear I that, just, Squiggles? I just think it's interesting. <laughs> so that makes me <laughs> so, that, so that makes me wonder if like there's a fetish for everything that everyone, everything that people find terrifying. Hey, you know, there's probably right? some guy that looks at his girlfriend and is like, "Look, I know we close." But there's something you gotta know. It pulls up like like he a pulls, cloud makeup. Just slowly keeps pulling like fucking like, <laughs> <laughs> like handkerchiefs. Yeah, and she's like, "Where are those?" And he goes, "Come on, come on." She's like, "We're naked, and we're laying in bed, and you're pulling them out. Where are those?" And he's like, "Come on, <laughs> you know you you have to keep admitting it. How many of those are there? You keep going. <laughs> well, hold up, hold up." Uh, do you see at the end that it's like a ring? <laughs> yeah, and then like they find. <laughs> 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 I 
Will you marry me? <laughs> and she's like, says yes. And then, like, the cloud car comes in. And, like, all the cows, like, da 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 She said yes. She said no. She says no. And they still come in and do all that. She said yes. And she's like, how long have you been a clown? And then it like does the cliche sad clown cry. And speaking of things that make sad clowns cry, we are at the end of today's episode. So if you want to be involved with everything that we're doing, then please like us and follow us <laughs> on like... Facebook at Punk Core Podcast. You can search us up or on our Twitter at Official PRHP. Or on our Instagram, Punk Rock Horror Podcast, hashtag PRHP Podcast. If you want to consider supporting the show and get some sweet-ass rewards in return, please consider going over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. And we have amazing rewards over there that will be worth your time and your investment into the show for keeping the lights on. Also, we have a big, huge live show coming up here in october 5th which was over at gorehounds playground where we will be be recording ah we will be recording the podcast live we will be having listener listener participation corner live and we'll be watching an exclusive movie afterwards with all you amazing ghouls gals and creeps and mutants and tickets are now on sale via online brownpaper.com you can see that link below in the episode notes and also available on our website um with that being said Thank you again, ghouls and gals and creeps and mutants, for tuning in, talking, listening to us about talk about horror with you, and from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Thank you. Podcast over. Bye. Bye.